0: the prodigal son, there was a man who had two sons. Yes, he had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country and there wasted all his possessions. Yes. He wasted everything that his father gave him all his inheritance. Yeah. So he wasted all his possessions with prodigal living. He was living the way he wanted to live worldly, worldly living, you know, enjoying himself, enjoying the flesh, just living worldly, not godly. But when he spent all of his possessions, everything that he had, there he arose, and there came a severe famine. A famine was in the land, and he began to be in want. He wanted for things, he didn't have things because he, like I said, he splundered his money away, he just wasted it away. All his, his stuff that his daddy gave to him, his inheritance, he just was wasteful. You know, he just blew it, just like some of us And now, you know, right now, we'll blow things, we'll blow our money, we'll blow all of our money that we work for, that we work <clears throat> by the sweat of our bra, you know, our bra, and we just wasted. So when he spent all that he had, <laughs> he was in want. He began to want. He began to need things, but he couldn't get it because he spent all his money. So then he went and he joined himself to a citizen of that country. And he set into the fields. Yeah, he went into the man's fields. You know to work the fields he went to the citizens fields to work the fields and so he began to feed the swine the pig that the person had he the, the prodigal son start you know feeding the pigs and he would gladly have a fill of his stomach he would fill his stomach with the pods that the swine was eating you know he would eat the same thing that the pig were eating because no one gave him anything no one tried to help him No one cared that he was struggling, you know, out there trying to get it, how he lived, you know, out there just having a hard life. No one cared. (laughs) No one gave him anything. But when he finally came to himself and thought back, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough to spare? And I perish with hunger. And because he said that, y'all, because, you know, like I said, he came, he came from a, well, a well-known family. There were prominent people, people of prominence, you know. So he didn't have to be out here struggling like that. He chose to struggle because he wanted to do his own thing. Like a lot of us now, we want to do our own thing. We don't want to listen to the Father, which is God in heaven. We don't want to listen to our parents. Because we feel like we're old enough to do our own thing. So we don't want to listen to them. We want to do what we want to do. Or even as adults, and we're in our own homes, we still want to do what we want to do. We don't want to try to spend time with God, you know. We want to just do our own thing. Spend our money the way we want to spend it. Don't want to pay, um, try to help the needy or anything. If you still believe in paying your tithes and offerings, don't nobody want to do. people. Some people don't want to even do that, giving God 10%. You know, but God wants you to be a cheerful giver and give from your heart. Give from your heart. Just like you help the needy. You do that from your heart. Give from your heart. So the um prodigal son, after he came to his, his mind, he was like, you know what? I shouldn't even be out here eating hog slop, pig slop or whatever. And I'm not saying it verbatim. He said, I could be at home living with my father. So you know what? I'm going to arise. I will arise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against you. I have sinned against heaven and before you. And I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and he came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, His father saw him. And he had compassion for his son. Yeah. The father saw the prodigal son coming home from a distance. You know how you look and you see something coming? Like down the road. And you be like, is that who I think it is? Yeah, that's like kind of what happened with the father and the prodigal son. Yeah. The father saw him from a distance. And he had compassion. Yeah. So... The son finally made it up, you know, to where his father was. They ran and they met each other. And um, he, like, started crying. He grabbed his father. He, like, fell down to his father and was like, Father, you know, please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please forgive me, Lord, you know. And so the father did forgive him. The father kissed him. The son kissed the father on his neck, you know, and everything. And the son said to the father, Father, I have sinned against heaven. And in your sight, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his on his um, feet, you know, and bring a fattened calf here to kill it and let's eat and be merry for this my son was dead and is alive again he was lost and is found and they began to be married you know so yeah so they did what he said his servants did what he said they went and got a fattened calf you know and they killed it or whatever they cooked it and they um you know they ate they sang they they was married they was happy they was just excited because the son his younger son was back home but The older son was in the field, out there in the field working. And and as he came, like, you know, to the home, he came back near to the home and drew near to the house. He heard the music and, you know, the dancing and singing and stuff going on. So he called to one of the services like, hey, what's going on? What is all this music and stuff that I hear? What do these things mean? What's going on? So the servant said to him. Your brother has come home. (laughs) Yeah, your younger brother has come home. And because he has received him safe and sound, you know, because your father has received your younger brother back home safe and sound, your father has killed a fattened calf for him. And he's, (laughs) yeah, a fattened calf. But he was hungry and would not go in. You know, so therefore his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and he said to him, father, lo, these many years I have been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time. And yet you never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with my friends. So the older brother was mad with the father. He was so mad. He didn't even want to celebrate that his brother came back home, that his brother was all right and not dead. You know, he was home and healthy. I mean, home and he was starving, but he was okay. And he was upset that his brother was getting showed all of this love by the father. Because he'd been home with his father. You know, he didn't stray off. He didn't ask his father to give him his inheritance. But so that's why he was mad. He was mad. He said, you never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours, you know, my little brother come home. And I'm not saying it verbatim, y'all. As soon as my little brother come home, who has devoured your livelihood with harlots, you kill him a fattened calf, you know. And he said to him, son, you are always with me. And all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad, for your brother was dead, and now he is alive. Yes, he was lost, and now he is found. Yeah, so the daddy was saying to the older brother, "We ought to ce- we need to celebrate your brother, because he's okay. He's all right. He finally came to his senses and came back home. You know, instead of living out there." struggling when he don't have to and that's what some of us do we want to stray from the father our parents brought us up knowing the word of god when we were young you know train up a child the way they should go when they're old they want to part but when we get older and get on our own want to start doing our own things we don't want to serve god you know we want to do our thing we want to just live and just have fun and party and you know drink and be merry and not try to spend any time with the lord and the Lord is a jealous God. He doesn't want us to do that. He wants us to serve him. Even though, you know, you might be a Christian, y'all. Christian, being a Christian, is not all boring like people think. You still get to go have fun, hang out with your friends and family, and spend time and do things. You know? It's just some things that you can't do that you shouldn't even want to do, that the Holy Spirit should convict you so you wouldn't even want to even do that. You know? So, yes. The prodigal son... He was a younger son. He left home. He did his own thing. But then he came back and the father welcomed him with open arms. Just like Jesus. Just like the Lord. When you fall short of the glory of Christ. And you repent of your sins. And and try not to do them anymore. The Lord will open his arms and welcome you back. To the father. To himself. Because we all fall short of the glory of Christ. But we get back up y'all. God. God. He forgives us our sins, you know, and hopefully you learn from him so you could press on and move forward and do better. Start studying his word to show yourself approved, Welcome in the Holy Spirit, you know, the Lord to decrease you and increase the Lord in you. So the prodigal son came back home because sin is something, y'all. The cost of sin is something. And I, I'm quoting something from um, someone that I heard say this: Sin will take you farther than you ever intended to go. It will cost you more than you ever expected to pay, and it will keep you longer than you intended, than you ever intended to stay. So, sin—that's the cost of sin—and that's what his his was. If you read Luke. 15th chapter, 11 through 32nd verses. And like I said, I read it from the New King James Version. It's going to tell you about the prodigal son. And it is a blessing. It blessed me. So the Holy Spirit, you know, quicken my spirit. And I felt led to share this message with you all. Because I pray and ask the Lord to give you an ear to hear and a heart to receive this word. Whomever this word is for, that it fall on good ground, Lord. Hallelujah. Anything that's not of you, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. And by your judgment fire, burn down every evil altar and wickedness, anything that's not of you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, y'all, I just thank God for today, for He is worthy to be praised. And I welcome the Holy Spirit to fill this place, to fill me, to decrease me and increase Him in me all the time, that I might go out and be a blessing to others and minister God's word to others. In Jesus' name, drawing others to Christ. Drawing others to Christ. So I do thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this podcast. And you can also check out my YouTube channel, Ambassador for Christ. Yeah. And um, get that word of God within you. Fan that flame of fire on the inside of you. I'm also inviting you and your family and friends to visit our church. And hope to see you there. Our service times are Sunday, 11 a.m. And morning morning, um, worship is five a.m. And we have Bible study every Thursdays at 7 p.m. All of this is Central Standard Time Zone. And we also have a group for women, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. You know, just women just going through and struggling with the struggles and of everyday life, you know. Just to sit down and talk to one another and. Share the word of God and just have a someone with an ear to just hear what you have to say. And a shoulder to lean on, you know, and, and cry on, you know, just to express yourself and get things out of you that you've been holding in on the inside. That's what this group for women is about. And the contact person is Janelle. So I'll put all of this in the description link. And our church is Resurrection and New Life Fellowship, 7569 East Industrial Drive, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70805. And I also put our church's website up. So may the Lord bless you, keep you, make his face shine upon you, be gracious unto you, and give you peace. In the name of Jesus, the Christ of Nazareth, the Messiah. Amen, y'all. And also, I would like to wish everyone a happy 4th of July on tomorrow, God willing. God willing. So, I love you much. Blessings to all.